for X's and O's with Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now from the TCO studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. All righty, now here we go with X's and O's courtesy of the Minnesota Lottery with Minnesota Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell off a, a fantastic Monday night football victory over one of the best teams in the National Football League, the San Francisco 49ers into a game against the Green Bay Packers. And uh, off that Niners game, Addison now has six. So he's tied with Diggs for second behind Tyreek Hill. The quarterback has 16, which leads the NFL. Daniil has nine, which leads the NFL. Darasaw played lights out, the point being, the stars needed yep. to shine against a team like that, and they did. Yeah, they did. Across the board, uh, there was uh, so many performances where we knew going into the game, uh, we challenged some of our guys. We put together a game plan that would really highlight our guys just going out there and uh, playing fast, turning it loose. Uh, did not want our guys hesitating at all. Um, and even after, uh, and, uh, you know, a really great play by Ward to start the play, you know, start the game. We get a great run and yeah. then we there, are, there we are kind of with that feeling. And uh, despite what maybe a lot of people were thinking in the moment, there wasn't one person on our sideline that were saying to themselves, here we go again. It was about the response. Defense gets the ball out. We go 89s for 89 yards for a touchdown and don't give the lead back. Right. And, um, and, and the stars shining on Monday night football needed to beat a Kyle Shanahan coach team for sure. But how about the unsung? Yeah. I mean, from, from the beginning, you know, let's begin with the, uh, the defensive line. You know, from my standpoint, to look from afar, like certain members of the defensive line had their best collective games of the season, specifically from a physicality standpoint, Phillips, Bullard, and Lowry took the fight to the Niners. How key was that? Yeah, played on their side of the line of scrimmage. We knew we had to defeat the blocks inside. If they were going to try to either, you know, be more, uh, you know, edge, Centric, trying to make sure they had but more bodies on Daniil or, or DJ Wanham. We knew we still needed to set edges, but if we could defeat the blocks inside, play on their line of their side of the line of scrimmage, we could talk them out of some of the run game things that they normally can make uh, so lethal versus most of the teams they play. So uh, I thought Dean Lowry played a fantastic football game. Bullard and Phillips, like you said, uh, were just ultra consistent, and that really allowed. Uh, the other guys to show up, you know, from the second level, safety's coming down, Harry and, and Cam and Metellus. Uh, but just a, across the board, when I watched our tape, it just felt like all 11 guys on the same, uh, same page. Flo had those guys and his staff so prepared, uh, and they made that game plan come to life. And, and the, the offensive line, the Minnesota moving company, and I felt the tone was set on the first offensive play of the game with yep. Madison going 19 with that nice little outside run with Reisner starting it, then Bradbury over here, and Darisaw burying somebody. Uh, do you feel that was a tone-setting situation for, hey, here's what we're going to offer tonight? Yeah, I thought it was huge. And, and really, uh, it, it, it was kind of a, you know, a highlight of what the night was going to be about. Uh, we end up kind of canning the play, getting to a secondary run on that thing uh, based upon Kirk getting us into a really good look. And then just the execution, Oliver on the edge, Darisol, like you said, climbing to the second level. Uh, Dalton Reisner's first snap uh, couldn't have been better as far as his hand placement, running his defender, you know, 10, 15 yards down the field. And then you see Bradbury show up, really taking two at the end there. Um, and Alex just physical downhill forward finishing run was a tempo tone setter uh, for us. And, and, and then we still have that setback and respond to it. Uh, I look at last night as a Coleman, or really, 
uh, Monday night as a culmination of really what our first six, seven weeks of the season have been. And, and the best part about it, P, is I feel like our team has learned uh, from the adversities we, we have faced and we've treated it as an opportunity to grow and respond and, and have the experience to do that. And I think that's going to bode really well for us as we move forward through the rest of the season. And, um, and as, the, um, as the unsung would go, you know, Brandon Powell, all right, all five, eight of him. I mean, the, the four catches were yeah. all in the second half. They all went from, of course you know this, but in case yep. somebody doesn't, they all went for first downs. There were a couple on third down when, when you were holding this thing and milking this thing. Yep. And, and he was just such an unsung piece of the way things developed on Monday night. What uh, would well, you like? You know, with Jordan having the game he did and TJ having the game he did, uh, Brandon can be forgotten. And some of those plays uh, that he made, um, you know, showing up for Kirk when uh, Kirk's hanging in there, manipulating the pocket, working through progressions. Uh, Brandon Powell has just been uh, so steady from the moment he arrived here. Um, and the moment is never too big for him. You know, when Jordan goes out, he has to move, you know, a couple spots around the formation. And I thought our execution of some of the details we wanted to have on third down uh, was just phenomenal for a group. Tristan Jackson comes in the game. Nikhil Harry comes in the game. Uh, you know, TJ goes down for a few snaps, and we just had the next man up mentality, and the execution did not lapse at all. Um, can't say enough about those guys, but BP, you know, with JJ being out and stepping into a more premier role, has just responded. There's no other way to say it. He's one of our toughest players mentally and physically, um, and, and I think he's really earned the trust of uh, all the other guys in that offensive huddle. Well, the, um, the old tush-push, and I would imagine when you repped it and practiced during the course of the week, you know, it went exactly how you wanted it to go, and then there we are, and a couple of times it didn't necessarily work well. Uh, what, what, what do you think of that whole concept and just, you know, what, what led you to doing that? Well, you're, you know, you're right there at the one-yard line after, uh, after the P.I. call on Jordan, and, and you know, uh, it's tough, tough front to run the ball in. You know, if you're going to line your back up eight yards deep and try to hand it to him, you're going to be dealing with Warner and Greenlaw and, and Bosa and the whole group. So we thought uh, we'd have an opportunity. We've been successful on on that play, you know, about four or five times this year. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, Fred Warner going over the top, perfectly timing it up. Superman. Um, you know, we you know, might have had a little crease to maybe get in there. We come back and try to do it again, and, and uh, we tried to get a little creative with the snap count. And ultimately, didn't even really get that that second opportunity snapped. And mm -hmm. um, you know, our low red zone execution, uh, we've got to find a way to get uh, you know a little cleaner. We had a couple chances to maybe hit Jordan on one, and and, and then uh, Alex Madison or Johnny Munn on another uh, in the past game. But overall, PA for where I think our football team's going, um, I've got to do a better job. You know, continuing to put our our team in the best possible situation to finish. Uh, drives and then we are going to run the football down there uh, as coaches you know just like we've done in the field of play uh, we're going to continue to find uh, the best possible resources and tools we can use within our uh, allotment of players we have up to find a way to gain an advantage and try to punch that ball in and and I don't like to be second guessing guy at all because I just have done it long enough to know there's just a voluminous amount of stuff that goes into even one decision yeah you know, but but you being a former quarterback, passing game has been high end since the minute you got here. So like like when you get down there around the one and you want to do this push bit, do you ever think to yourself, you know, like man, I got like six pass plays here that you know I kind of feel would work too. Do you have to battle that. that? I fight that battle every time we're down there because <laughs> I have a lot of confidence in our 
ability to play pass, you know, keepers, different variations of plays that look like runs that might not be. And, and uh, you know, we've had a lot of success. I think there's a reason why Kirk Cousins leads the NFL in touchdown passes. And, and that's because when we get down there, you know, we're going we're gonna to take our ops and try to run that football in. But at the same time, uh, if we can manipulate, if we can take advantage of the looks we, excuse me, think we're going to get, um, we're going to do that. But uh, I think as a team mentality, uh, like I said, where we're headed, um, we're going to need that phase of our team to come to life. Uh, because last night, if, if we're able to turn a couple of those three-pointers into seven, um, that game might be totally different yeah. there at the end. And, uh, but like I said, what, a, what an accomplishment for our team to get that done against that opponent. Um, we've now played really three of the top four teams. And when you look at the AFC and NFC championship games from a year ago and feel like we you know, had a pretty darn good chance to win all those football games. So. Yeah. Um, looking at where we're at as a team, I'm incredibly confident in our group. I love the way we've responded and really grown through this early stretch of the season. Uh, and now it's about consistency. Now it's about uh, knowing what we can be and, and going and showing it each and every Sunday we get. So you, you from the unsung to the underrated, you, you went 8 of 13 on third down. And that was off a three-week stretch where you were converting them 11.5% of the time. Yep. So, I mean, like, like what got so squared away last night with third down, or excuse me, Monday with third down against them? Yeah, I think, P.A., it's, it's a combination of the protection. I think those guys answering the bell and, and giving Kirk time. I thought Kirk Cousins played, you know, elite quarterback play on some of those third downs. I mean, uh, there's some where he's hitting his first progression versus man coverage, and it's kind of a schemed up play. There's others where he's reading coverage and isolating defenders in zone and finding eligibles. There's other, you know, even the Tristan Jackson, uh, you know, third down to set up Greg's 50-plus yard field goal there. That's just a smart football play, soft coverage, take the underneath, yeah. uh, put the ball in play, and, and uh, just understand the moment of the game. It's not always going to be uh, the flashy plays that, uh, you know, win football games. Those plays are going to come. The explosives are going to come. But how often can we just play smart, make the right decision with the football in our hands? I thought our ball security was great across the board. Um, but there's no question, PA, the third down execution was mm. so, so critical. To be able to win the time of possession, sustain drives, and uh, let Kirk Cousins stay hot all night, he was fantastic. So, you, so now the team in just a few days leaves for Appleton and yep. in four days plays the Green Bay Packers. So off Monday night football, from a coaching standpoint, what, what is impacted by a short week? Yeah, we, we've got to make sure first and foremost that we show up to Lambeau on Sunday with a fresh football team. Uh, historically, teams that play the San Francisco 40, 49ers, they, yeah. uh, you know, they wear it for the next week. And, and we did come out relatively healthy. Uh, we, you know, our guys battled uh, you know, all night long, guys coming back from cramps like Jordan or TJ, you know, getting hobbled a couple times, finishing the game uh, was critically important for us. So we feel like the, you know, the, the, the recipe will be making sure we take care of our guys. We still have to have some physical preparation. I think that was key for last week, and it'll be the same thing. Um, but uh, to me, it's our second opportunity in the NFC North. What an opportunity for our team. What a challenge against the team. Defensively, I know they're very, very good, and, and, and offensively, they're very talented. So we've got to make sure we're at our best and, and go up there and get our second NFC North win. How valuable to you and your staff is Coach Mike Patton? Yeah. He, he's multifaceted. Yep. You know, and, and, and is, is how, how, how important is he? Well, I think it's been awesome to see Flo and, and, and Coach Pett really collaborate as we've gone on throughout the season. 
uh, flow, first and foremost, true leadership, you know, embracing some ideas. How do we take something and make it better? And then Mike Pettin's experience coming into play. And those two guys, Durante, Saravo, uh, the rest of our defensive staff, really putting together plans uh, that our guys can go totally own, um, but yet cause chaos and confusion and, and, and just make that quarterback hold it for one more click and or generate a free runner and try to go hit him and get him on the ground. Um, it's a combination of a lot of, a lot of really smart people, um, great coaches that can communicate to players. And then lastly, the players making it all come to life and uh, really want our defense to keep building on the performance they had this past week. And uh, finally, uh, before you uh, get into the Green Bay game, or uh, like right when you got into it, just how strange and how eye-opening was it when you put on the film, the tape, and it wasn't Rodgers? Yeah. You know, okay, it's love, but it wasn't Rodgers. I yep. mean, did that like, whoa, hey. Yeah, you know, it's, you know it as soon as he, you know, went to – went to the Jets and you know he's not going to be there, you still turn on the tape and, mm. and, and you're looking for number 12 just because forever and ever and ever it's, it's been that. Um, but I'll tell you what, Jordan Love's a very, very talented player. You can see why they were so excited about him. And like many young quarterbacks in this league, uh, you know, he makes some fantastic throws and then there's some learning experiences for him. He's getting better every single week. I think they feel good about their skill players getting Aaron Jones back healthy. Uh, to go along with Dylan, um, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, this this offense always is. Matt and his staff do a great job putting together game plans. Uh, so we've got to make sure as a staff uh, we respond and give our players a great plan in all three phases and go up there and get it done. Great job. Appreciate yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen. Keenan McCardell, the wide receivers coach, joins us next on X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network and also at Vikings.com. Texas Nose continues on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Here is Keenan McCardell, uh, one of uh, my favorite receivers when he played, but he's our wide receivers coach here for the Minnesota Vikings, which means he works with the likes of Justin Jefferson and uh, Jordan Addison, who um, uh, with Jordan Keenan, what, what did you tell him after Ward stole it from him like a thief in the night? You know what I said? Just play the next play. I mean, uh, it happens. Uh, you know, he realized that he didn't have a great release on the slant route. So, you know, it happens. I mean, um, it's a learning lesson for a young young receiver uh, to understand that believe in your talent, believe in your craft, uh, yeah. get open. And, uh, you know, one good thing about Jordan, he's uh, super confident. He was he just told me, he said, I got you. I'll, I'll make it up. You know, and he did. And, uh, and Kevin O'Connell and I just talked about a lot of the unsung scenarios that went into winning on Monday Night Football, including, you know, pulling the 49ers out of the running game. But nevertheless, uh, from under the radar, Addison drew two penalties. And the one on the out and up with the little head nod, can, can you just like, I mean, can you explain it from a receiving standpoint what he did? You know what, we were uh, running a double move there and uh, we had seen that they were jumping a lot of our out routes and, uh, you know, uh, Kevin called a great play. Uh, Jordan executed. He went out on a six-step uh, speed out. He, he showed a little out cut with, with his head nod to the, to the outside and then he, uh, he went up and, um, you know, we got the collision down, down the field, you know, and I think, uh, you know, just by him selling the out route so well, you know, it, it made Ward jump and uh, run into him. So, uh, you know, I think uh, the fact that he was hot all all game really made uh, made Ward uh, jumping. 
Is, is that stuff natural for all receivers? Now, we're talking about somebody who played at USC, but, I mean, like, that, that sounds like, you know, for somebody who never played receiver, certainly at that level, that, okay, that's part of the job, part of the game, but it's not really that easy when it's full speed, right? It's not, but, uh, you know, he's a Belitnikov winner before, right, so right. he understands how to run routes. I mean, he's a, a really good spatial awareness guy and understands how to set guys up on routes. It's one of the things that I loved about him uh, when I was watching his college film. Uh, and it's just transitioned to the pros, and mm -hmm. uh, you know he, he he set it up perfectly, and uh, mm. had a great tempo in his route. And uh, when he burst up the field, you know put uh, Ward in a little panic mode, and he he went to grab him and collide and collided with him uh, to give us a penalty. Uh, Kevin and I chatted a little bit about Brandon Powell, but I saved this one for you because Brandon, you know, has been so reliable mostly as a punt returner. In fact, he had one at U.S. Bank Stadium, the only one of his career a couple of years ago. But was there ever a moment with you, Wes, Kevin, or where somebody's like, oh, by the way, he is a very good receiver, so let's forget the 5-8 part and just, like, deploy him into spots where he can help because those four catches were all in the second half and all for first downs. Now, they were big. I mean, I think uh, Brandon has showed us from train from the beginning of training camp till now that he he is a dependable receiver. You know, I was I was I was appreciative of the way he came out and and played for us. You know, he took it as a pro. You know, you know his opportunity was was there, and he and he sees the sees the moment. I think. Uh, Brandon understands, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people has given him a chance to play receiver. You know, he got here and we, we've given him an opportunity to play receivers. And only thing he's done is improve each and every day and showed us that he can play the position. And uh, he plays it with a lot of uh, intensity, uh, yeah. a lot of fun, for the, a love for the game and a lot of fun, you know. And that's something that I love. Guys, when guys are having fun and love to play the game, you know, you can't help but have a a recipe for success. And you put me on this early in the year with Brandon because I didn't know this, but he's a former running back. Um, and he plays wide receiver with a running back mentality, doesn't he? Yes, he does. In the running game, he's he's very uh, aggressive and uh, and tough. In the passing game, he's uh, very aggressive. And when he has the ball in his hands after a catch, you know, it makes it even better. You know, he can run through tackles. And uh, like on the shallow cross he uh, caught late in the game, he made a, uh, a guy miss and got a vertical uh, for another seven, eight yards, which was big for us. And, uh, you know, he's just going to continue to get better. You know, that whole group uh, uh, last night played really well as a group. You know, those five guys contributed, you know, to a hot hot night by Kurt. You know, right. Kurt made it made it look easy for us. You know, we were, it was just like we were playing pitch and catch. Kevin always talked about, let's go out, play pitch and catch, get open. Kurt's going to find us, and that's what we tried to do. Including Tristan Jackson, who had one of the bigger catches of the game on kind of a simple play that you had to have near the end of the game. Great point there. Keenan McCardell is our guest on X's and O's. Um, and an, another under-the-radar unsung moment that I just thought was really cool was when you executed the double pass and K.J. was called for pass interference. Well, the next play goes to K.J. Yes. So that's inherently kind of like, forget it. And if you're not going to forget it, I'm going to make you forget it and throw it to you, and yes. here we go, you know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a... I mean, after watching it, I felt like it was a little ticky-tack, but, you know, it is what it is. The rules are the rules, uh, but, you know, we, we pushed on past that and played the next play. K.J. made a big big catch on the next uh, the next play, like you said. Uh, uh, it was really an unbelievable catch, to be honest with yeah. you. I mean, uh, a diving catch, and, you know, that's just a part of that whole group. I mean, Nikhil stepped in, and 
in our big package, you know, all those guys just just play, you know, and like I've always preached in our room, for us to get back to where we need to be in this division and, and to make a run at what we want, uh, we got to play team football and everybody got to know their role, go play their role and play it to, uh, to the highest level. So, so Keenan, and uh, without Justin Jefferson now for two games, what what defensive looks do you guys see more frequently without Justin that you saw with him? Uh, you know what? I think uh, teams would try to play a little, little bit more man-to-man, -man, uh, press man-to-man -man on us, and uh, which is great for us. We love it. I mean, uh, I always tell them, you know, when you get press man-to-man, -man, it's it's time for big plays to happen, <laughs> and uh, they happen, you know. And I, we always say in our room. When you, throw the, when you throw the ball down the field, good things happen. You know, you're either going to get a touchdown or a pass interference. So, you know, we threw it down the field. You know, we got two pass interferences. And, you know, we continue to see man-to-man. -man. We're going to continue to uh, get open and just, you know, people are going to try to challenge you. And that's what you want for, for a receiver, somebody to challenge me man-to-man. -man, and let's just go win. You're awesome. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Keenan McCardell, wide receivers coach for the Minnesota Vikings. And I'm Paul Allen. Thank you very much to Curly Harris with the Vikings Entertainment Network. Likewise, Carly Bonk with the Minnesota Vikings. And a KFAN, Eric Nordquist and Chad Abbott. That, that's X's and O's with Kevin O'Connell and Keenan McCardell on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.